He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. Honored to be joined by one of my favorite frontmen of the modern era. One of the most unique voices in hard rock and metal and has been for over 30 years. Deftones frontman Chino Moreno is my special guest. What's up, Andy? How are you, man? I'm good. It's great to share the airwaves with you, my man. How are things? Very good, very good. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. First off, congratulations on Ohms. Right on. Deftones ninth studio album, and that stat actually made me do a double take, by the way. Nine albums. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild. I'm telling you. Did you come up with the title for this one, Chino? And is that something you always typically shoulder the responsibility for? Um, kind of, but but not because um not because like I have these uh, like uh, you know this whole book of ideas of, of you know what I want to name records and that. I mean, sometimes it's you know sometimes it comes early, sometimes it comes later and later in the process. This this was sort of aftermath. Um, the record was done. Music, everything, vocals, mixed everything, and um, like okay, now what do we call it? You know, um, but it was a thing that we're like you know I did actually have a a couple, you know, um, different ideas of, of things that I felt, you know, would, you know, would be good. It's always hard to label a piece of work, you know, and, and, and to have it be cohesive with, the, you know, a whole batch of songs that were written over sort of a year period of time. So, um, but I really felt like, like the word ohms, uh, you know, and what I think what it meant and the, and the way that I, I kind of translated it, um, sort of really fit the vibe and I sent it to the rest of the guys in the band and uh, like what do you guys think of this and like like there was like not one person that was like well you know other than like not even like what does it mean they're just like yes that's it you know so um or how does it pertain to even like you know this whatever because I think they all know kind of the the, the broad definition of the word but but um but yeah it was kind of it was kind of cool man everybody just fell right on board and I I feel like anytime we make decisions as a band when it happens natural like that it's like you know like, there's no looking back. All right, here we go. In regards to how this album was made and the unique challenges that may have been thrown your way throughout the process, was much of the writing done pre-COVID then? Is that how it works out for Ohms? Yeah, I mean, really, aside from the mixing, everything was done pretty much towards the end of the year. I did go back um, at the beginning of the year, and I changed, like, one chorus idea. Um, and I'd already planned on doing that. I didn't change it because of, you know, the times, whatever. I just um, just sort of updated it, I think, a little bit, and then basically just the mixing. But yeah, everything was done like uh, um, over, you know, all throughout 2019, pretty much. You alluded to collaboration a bit ago, and when it comes to writing the songs for Ohms, specifically in regards to the fact that you, Stefan, and Abe have been together since day one. Frank's been on board for over 20 years now. There's probably already a level of knowing what might work and what might not, but fine-tuning others' ideas, I'm guessing, isn't altogether an uncomfortable thing with that core. No, it's actually it's actually pretty comfortable. I mean, you know, even 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 if we do like have different sort of outlooks sometimes or, or don't see eye to eye on something. Um, I always kind of take that as a good sign. You know, if someone is just like really pressing towards one, one, you know, one direction or another, I mean, it's usually ne- never really that drastic, but it's like, Hey, should we do this four times or eight times? Or, or maybe we should go back to this part. Maybe we should do that, whatever. But when people are engaged, 
that is like so much more important than anybody being right, you know. So I always think those are building blocks, like like if you know opposing ideas sometimes or, or whatever. And then it's like I think we're kind of old enough at this point where we're not going to fight over like being right. We will we basically just we want what's best for the song, so we're able to accept that. But sometimes getting into those sort of like uh, different viewpoints helps. I think the the art itself grow, you know. So um. So yeah, it, it works out, and, and doing the due diligence and taking the time really, really, like I think was really beneficial to this record in particular. And I, there's no way you guys would have lasted as long as you had if uh, you know those collaborative efforts weren't, in some way, shape, or form, productive. You know, in the end game, because when you have a difference of opinion, that can be sort of a, a thing of contention, and, and maybe somebody doesn't put it down for a while. So I mean, it's a testament to the fact that you guys have been around as long as you have, no question. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've, we've known. So, I mean, I've, I've, we've known each other since we were teenagers. You know, what I mean, and we kind of. You know, I don't think anybody at any point like feels like you know, this is my band or your band. Where like, well, we I, we obviously went through a lot of, you know, just trials and tribulations in 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 life, just growing up, becoming men. You know, through, from being teenage kids, you know, whatever. Um, but we're all pretty. We're at a point where like, basically, if if we weren't gonna be friends, we would have stopped being friends a long time ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. So it's like one of those things where it's it's like we're kind of stuck with each other and we, you know, it's like your brothers and sisters. It's like, these are your brothers and sisters. And you know what I mean? Um, you just love them anyways. You know what I mean? And, uh, and we work through and it works out. I read somewhere you were literally a day from departing for a tour when COVID-19 brought all that to a screeching halt, uh, which is painful if that's true. Um, Mm -hmm. was the initial plan to have this album finished and released earlier this year? Uh, yeah, by, I think by a month or two, um, I think uh, the end of July um, was uh, was the initial thought of it, whatever. But even when we started the record, we like we were very like vocal that we didn't want to like like we had no rush to put the record out. Like yes, we had tours kind of booked around around uh, starting at the end of summer in the U.S. Um, but but like at the same time, it's like I never feel like we're a band that like is like driven by like like having to have a new record out, whatever. Otherwise we can't go out and play. Like I feel like we'll just go play anyways. Like whatever. Um, obviously it would be nice if we did have a record out uh, earlier than later, but, but like we, we knew like back in the day, like we were really going to like really take our time with it and, and just make sure that it's, it's something that we're all at the end of the day, super proud of. And, and uh, you know, like when we do that, I feel like it'll, you know, it has the better chance of standing the test of time as well. You know, we don't need to, we don't need to rush anything out for the sake of rushing things out. So, but uh, but it's not that far off. I mean, yeah, I think we're a couple months late, and uh, actually gave us time to sort of like all the little nuances and you know whether it be the artwork or the you know the like uh, song titles, like I said, the, the 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 album title and all the little stuff that comes with putting our album together at the end. Like we were usually we'd be on tour in this time, and I would kind of like almost check out like on on the on the creative side and just worry about the the, the live performance side of it. But because we weren't playing any shows, I was able to kind of maybe pay a little more close attention to those things. Has it been pretty typical for Deftones over the course of your career, mostly to deal with these deadlines you sort of alluded to a bit ago? Yeah, I mean, we it's weird because since the mid-90s when we started touring, um, it, it, it's kind of been nonstop. So like, there's, there's these like cycles, kind of the routines that we like, you know, it's been the same every 
you know, every cycle where we get off tour, we come home, maybe we chill for a couple of months, but then we get right back in the studio, we start riding, you know, we'll do that for some time. We'll go back to the studio, get ready to put a record out, go on tour, you know, tour for a good year and a half, um, you know, on and off for a record cycle. And then, you know, same thing, repeat, repeat, repeat. And, um, obviously some, some records are taking longer than other ones. Um, but, but for the most part, it's been that same sort of, you know, dynamic every time. And, um, um, this is definitely different. It's a different, you know, it's a different thing. I mean, really this, our presence in, in is going to be all sort of based on not us, you know, uh, tangibly being in the room with people, but basically just off this music that we made over last year and hoping that people can connect with it on that level, you know, um, or, you know, cause pretty much that's, kind of where we're at, you know, where the world's at right now. So, um, so I don't, I'm not looking at it as a negative thing. I mean, I think it, there's could be something neat about it too. You know, I think people will be able to digest it in a different way, maybe, um, positively thinking. So we'll see. And there are bands out there that are, you know, trying to come up with creative ideas to play shows virtually, including the drive-in movie theater idea, like bands like Metallica have tried. Any ideas like that, that you're kicking around that will allow you to perform in the coming months? Not necessarily. I mean, um, um, yeah, we have no no definitive plans. I mean, obviously, Metallica is Metallica, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> like they can sell movie tickets like all over the world sure. if they want to, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, for bands that you know that at our level or, or or even you know smaller, like it's not that option is is not as you know feasible. So, um, so we we are looking at a couple little things. I mean, I think the main idea is if we are going to do something like do it like do it right and like you know make it um something special like you know just like streaming something online it's like there's so many uh like little details that come into it where it's like you know if you want to do it you kind of want to like give it you know its best shot of being something that like can stick around like one thing we've never done is we've never done like a live dvd so like you have like all these bands that are you know come and gone even, you know, since we started, whatever, but have multiple DVDs and we've never put out our own live concert video. Um, so I would rather do something like that. I know it's not a live thing as far as like us just like streaming it and things like this, whatever, but like if we're going to do something, I'd want it, I'd want it, like I want the sound to be perfect. I'd want it, you know, it to be creative as far as like, you know, where we're playing. Maybe we'll play someplace odd, like on an oil rig in the middle of the ocean, something, I don't know, something that's just, that's just, uh, makes like special you know and that that will maybe stand the test of time or it's not just like it's just time to like be present in this moment gino moreno is my special guest deftones ninth studio album is ohms and lyrically i'd be willing to wager the past year or so has offered more than an album's worth of inspiration unfortunately not a lot of it positive the album's opening track genesis which you just released a video for last week feels relatively literal in its intentions compared to a decent amount of your lyrics that can be left to the yeah. listener's interpretation am i am i way off on that no, you're. I mean, you know, not really. I mean, obviously, the first line of the song is could could definitely be very literal to the times that we're living, in, especially the political times, whatever. Yeah. Um, but 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 it didn't really come from that so much as 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 just like I still feel like it's 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 uh, the song is optimistic, you know, and, and, um, even though it sounds like you know just like I'm just like. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm sort of like fed up or whatever, whatever it is. I mean, it's still I still feel like it has like these tendencies to be just like uh, like like trudging forward more than anything. Like 
the last thing I want to do is make songs that like where I'm sitting around complaining about stuff and just you know whatever whatever like you know I'm like I want to be, make either like solution based music or like positive music at least whatever but like the last thing I want to do is like be complaining about about stuff so I feel like that line definitely like makes a statement too you know I know people want to maybe say oh you're a centrist because like you know basically the lyric is I reject both sides of what I'm being told that doesn't mean that like you know it has it, it could mean like political you know left and right whatever but but it's basically just about like like I I don't trust like what I'm, what what people are feeding me. I, I haven't for a long time, and like I and I uh, and no matter what though, I'm just gonna like I'm not like this like super paranoid person like where I just whatever. But like at the same time, I'm just gonna make my own decision on things, and I'm not gonna like really sign up for anything that like where I have to go along with with everything that 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 you know this 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 party or that party or not even a party, but just like group or whatever has to go along with. I I cannot live that way. I won't you know so. Uh, so that was definitely like a out of the gates, you know, coming out swinging. I think with that, with that, with that, that lyric, and you know, it could be taken, like I said, in a lot of different ways. It felt like a mission statement in a way. I just, uh, I thought that was a very interesting lead-in for that first track. Um, speaking of which, mm-hmm. like on a scale of one to ten, where do you rate sequencing an album? How important is that to you, and has oh, been to you so throughout the course of your career? It, it's so important. I mean, you know. Um, I mean, a bigger question is, are albums important still? You know what I mean? A lot of people well. don't think they are, um, you know, like, including like, you know, like record label people, like a lot of times they're just like, you know, they they would probably a lot, a lot of times much rather just like write one hit song and then just like, you know, make a bunch of money and this and that, whatever, blah, blah. We, I don't think we've ever been that band in general. Um, and uh, and records to me, as, as not even just a musician, but just as a fan of music like that, need, they mean so much to me. Um like putting something on and listening to it, the journey, like from, from beginning to end, is like really, really important. So, you know, that we, I guess we aim to achieve it. I mean, we don't always every time hit the mark, but, but, um, it is something that I really, really, really pay attention to. And, you know, it's, it's actually one of the funnest parts of putting the record together too. And, you know, not only, not only the song order, but the transitions between the songs and everything. I mean, I'm a huge, you know, Pink Floyd fan and, and like of, of like straight albums that like like you know kind of are very very like you know you go on a journey with them not not that I'm saying that comparing myself to them in, in, in any way but like but like you know obviously I would love to achieve that sort of like you know I aim for stuff like that basically you know what I mean yes you're you're paving the path for the journey that the listener is about to take whether or not they stay on that path or not is going to be up to them but I'm cut from the same cloth you are Chino in that I grew up on albums I grew up going to record stores and picking out an album that looked cool and hopefully it, it was sounded cool yeah. you know what I mean like the, that whole experience luckily has gotten more popular over time oh yeah so I mean I still do it I still go to record stores on you know um you know and, and and go and dig through old dusty crusty records even and like i'll find something i'm like what is this like i don't even want to be like an old jazz record or something but the cover would just like captivate me i was like i don't care i mean you know it's it still you know it may be you know 12 bucks or something like that and and, and i still like you know Man, do I, I don't know anything about this. Should I really spend twelve dollars on this right now? Because I got these other like ten records in my in my crate that like are in my hand that like I do know about. But like taking the chance of that, it's like something daring and something kind of like like 
you know, you don't always win. Sometimes you get, you get, you get some, you know, you get some limits, but, but sometimes like you find something that's like, whoa, I would have never known about this had I not just like, like just like taking a chance and like, and like looking stuff. So that, I love that kind of stuff. Yep. Same here. Tell me about the decision to bring Terry date back in to produce this album. He was a big reason why your first four albums came out sounding like they did. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. He's obviously a big part of it. I mean, his engineering skills are, 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 you know, like top notch. Like he, he made some of our favorite records growing up, whether it be, you know, Pantera, Soundgarden, uh, Sir Mix a lot. When his his big uh, our first big record like like I love that stuff. So when when he came as like yo we can make a record with him like you know when we were you know probably like you know our super early twenties I think when we, when we first uh, uh, made our first record we were like um yeah it was just like the opportunity to work with him but um but. You know, obviously, since then, has like got a great relationship. I mean, he literally came to my house yesterday. He was he lives in Seattle and I live in Portland, so he was driving from the coast back home. And he's like, he's like, what are you, you home? He's like, I'm gonna stop by right now. He just like came to my house. And he came to my studio. We sat and, like in here and like I asked him a million questions about like you know why? Okay, well, what does this do? What like he was helping me like set my compressors like in my studio like everything like I we have such a great relationship. Um, we're like uh like. It, 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 it's it's a comfortable situation making records with him, and I know sometimes being comfortable can like it, people can say, well, maybe that's not good because you're not being pushed or whatever, blah, blah blah. But like, I don't know. Like, I feel like with him, it's like there's a lot more comfortability. It's like it really allows me to just be myself, and like I can try anything in front of him or do anything, and like he's not going to judge me. He'll but but he will speak up when he needs to speak up. But he allows me the room to just kind of like for all of us. <clears throat> to like really experiment and try to be ourselves and not just settle for, for whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and, and that's like a, you know, that's an important thing. I think when you're, when you're making records like that, you should enjoy the, the, the process, but also push yourself and have someone there that's willing to like, to, to be with you for the long haul. And of course, be happy with the end results. Um, do you have to fight the urge to tinker with songs at all? And at what point do you back mm-hmm. away and feel like the product is as good as it can be? Are you a guy that finds it tough to put something down and just let it be? Um, I've gone through periods when I've been like that. I mean, I went through, you know, um, periods where I, you know, I couldn't finish a song, like where I, whatever. And that, but I think that a lot of, most of that came from like, actually like, like lacking confidence in what I was doing. You know what I mean? So like, I couldn't make a decision. I'd be like, well, is this good enough or whatever? And like, literally that's one of the worst places to like, uh, to make any kind of art from whatever. If you're not, if you don't like believe in what you're doing, like it sucks. It really does suck. Mm. Luckily, I think we've kind of, you know, at least me, I, I feel like I've kind of come through, through that, whatever. Um, although I do second guess myself. So I still tinker with stuff. You know, to whatever. Like, there's a couple songs on the record that, like, <clears throat> I actually have like demos of like completely different versions of, like, like the same song, the same music, but a completely different vocals, different lyrics, different everything. And you know, usually sometimes before I would just like stick with it. Oh, okay, this song's done. I'm done with it, and then move on to the next one. But like, you know, being able to 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 take our time and do it, like I was like, you know what? let me just approach this from a whole, you know, it'd be like three months later and be like, let me approach this from a whole different perspective. And then like, voila, it's like something else just pops up and it's like, you know, it, it's just, 
like like being able to do that, whatever, uh, is is, uh, is great. But yeah, you can you can you can definitely sit too long on one thing and second guess it all, and then like end up messing it up too. I do agree with that, but I feel like I got I got a good I got a good like kind of you know mentally like wrapped around like I know what certain songs need, and I want it to be the best that it can possibly be, and I'm willing to do the due diligence to make sure that 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 happens. But that takes time. A couple more items I wanted to make sure and ask about. And I, I appreciate you taking the time today, Chino, very much. We recently surpassed the 20th anniversary of White Pony, certainly one of Deftone's most beloved albums. And there's been a lot of talk about Black Stallion offering remixes of that collection of songs. First of all, is there a concrete plan in place for that release? And second, who are some of the artists involved in the remixes? And are there elements you think made any of your originals better in any way? Um... So, uh, first part is it's done. It's I just got the master like two days ago, uh, the test pressing the vinyl. So um, I've been listening. I've been listening through it. Um, and and uh, as far as the artists go, it's it's. Um, I, I know we're going to do a formal announcement on a, a soon about like who's actually involved, whatever. Um, but but I can say that it's it's uh, it's it's a very eclectic. Uh, a mix of, of of folks who uh, artists and 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 uh, and DJs and uh, you know producers and you know uh, people who who have back 20 years ago inspired like some of the the music even on that record um, hmm. and then the other people you know who are newer artists whatever like who have really like uh, reached out and, 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 and uh, proclaimed sort of like fans of the record, whatever. So it wasn't, it's not like a thing where it's just like, you know, we're just trying to like make a remix record for the sake of making a remix record. We really want to like involve people who like, you know, who means something to, to not only us, but that record in particular. So, um, so uh, I, we've announced that DJ shadow is, is a part of it. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, like Robert Smith is like part of it. Like, like, uh, like people like that, like really, like, like an array, like a, of, of different, different genres and different styles. And will it be, be will it be better than, uh, than, than the White Pony? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> you can't. You, you're not. You're not going to like. You know, that, that'd be a, actually a dumb idea to think that you're going to like take something that already existed. That really, really, the most important part of it was, it was like that itself is like a piece of time that you can't get back. So like, we're not, we would never like, there's no way it could be better, I guess, whatever. Maybe to some people it might, but like, that's not what wasn't the idea. Their, their idea was just like, take it and turn it inside out and, and flip it upside down. And then just like, and, and involve these people, all these people that inspire us and then see what happens. And, and it really, it turned out really, really good. That's all I could say. Um, um, and then yeah, there's a lot of other names, but but yeah, I think I think soon we're gonna kind of put a put a, a more of a, a you know a, of a statement out, whatever, like to kind of announce it more in a, in, a, in a way. Very cool. Really looking forward to that. Finally, can you tell me about Adopt a Dot and how fans can contribute to the album's artwork and contribute to a good cause at the same time? Yeah, I mean, uh, this was an idea um, that was brought to us um, from. I mean, I. Man, like between Warner Brothers, who had been so awesome with us on this record, and and uh, you know, um, it's weird to like think that like we're like a you know quote unquote metal band, and like we have a record label who like 
who like straight up like really really is engaged with like the way that we do things and whatever and like so between them our management and us like we came with this idea of using the artwork and doing so the, the artwork itself i mean if, if you've seen it if you've not seen it it's it's a um it's a set of eyes and um but it's like this really sort of like a almost like a lo-fi kind of like just it's all made out of dots you know um whatever so every single dot i think there's like 1200 and something dots um we decided that that we were going to do this thing called adopt a dot and you can so you can be part of the record cover and basically buy a dot and you know i guess when you click on it whatever like your you know your picture will come up or whatever blah blah your donation whatever which is 20 bucks you know all around the board no matter what dot you get and like you know, and, and every 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 donation that's made to it, it goes to the UC Davis Children's Hospital and uh and and Crew Nation, which is uh, you know, all all the crew members of of, of, of uh you know, all all these, these bands that, that have you know, no one's been on tour, so like these guys are like, you know, they rely on all us, whatever. So just two 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 uh you know, two charities that we really, you know, they stand behind and then um I, it's just an awesome thing. It's like 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 the the idea itself to me is like seems really uh, kind of proactive and, and fun. Fun and for a great cause. Like I said, I absolutely love it. Ohms is the new album from Deftones. Chino, I can't thank you enough for the time, man. I've been a fan of yours for the longest time, and the fact that you guys are still out there crushing it like you are is amazing. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for the time. Have a great day, brother. All right. You take care of yourself. Thanks.